but we continue on this incredible journey and where this all comes into with magnetic mind coaching is there were multiple things that I had to do. And now I help other people do in order to move forward. And the biggest thing was, I would say, change in perspective, changing your perspective and looking at things, the world differently. I'm Dr. Seth Osgood, the founder of Grassroots Functional Medicine. After personally struggling for years upon years with chronic health issues that traditional medicine and pharmaceuticals could not resolve, I finally found relief in true healing through a functional medicine approach. Since then, I've dedicated my life to helping patients around the world transform their health by getting to the root cause of symptoms and restoring their body's natural ability to heal. This experience has shown me that a true state of wellness often requires an integrated approach that brings in multiple disciplines and modalities. In this podcast, I will interview a variety of practitioners and health professionals to educate and empower you on the full spectrum of tools that are available to reclaim your health and vitality. If you are struggling with health challenges and you are not getting the answers or results you feel you deserve, or you simply want to optimize your health and take a proactive approach to wellness, this podcast is for you. And if you like this show and find it helpful, be sure to tell a friend, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another great episode of the Grassroots Functional Medicine Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We're joined by Gretchen Moulton. And Gretchen is going to talk to us all about how to ditch those limiting beliefs and those uh, negative thoughts that hold you back so you can achieve the most out of your life. Gretchen is a magnetic mind-trained health coach. Through her work, she helps her clients create the future they desire and deserve by harnessing the power of their own super consciousness. Gretchen coaches those who are truly interested in dropping the BS, BS being belief systems that no longer serve them so they can move swiftly towards the life that they have always wanted. She helps individuals overcome limiting beliefs, negative thoughts, and destructive mindsets so they can create a foundation that is based on peace, happiness, contentment, and joy. Now, who doesn't need more of that? So let's dive in. This is a great episode, so make sure you listen to the very end. Well, hi, Gretchen. Welcome to the Grassroots Functional Medicine Podcast. I'm just so excited to have you on and have you share your story. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Seth. I am thrilled to be here. Love what you folks are all about and what you're doing. I'm honored to be a guest on this podcast. Well, I I just know you have so much to share. You're doing amazing work. And again, you've got such a, a great background story. I would love for you just to Tell us a little bit about yourself and really what brought you to do the the amazing work that you're you're doing today. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure because I can tell this story now without being emotionally gripped and tied to it, which is where it originates for me. So I grew up, honestly, in the grips of anxiety. And of course, back in the 80s, That wasn't popular. We weren't talking about mental health. We weren't talking about mental wellness or mental illness, really, unless it was a huge big deal and somebody was, you know, in, in great distress. It was, it was very interesting. I'm, I'm going back and observing how I came to function 
as an adult. It was crazy to me when I finally came into this work here and kind of took a walk down memory lane with myself to see, wow, wow, and wow. So basically, I started out with body dysmorphia. I don't know if you are aware of body dysmorphia, but I didn't see myself physically as, you know, how everybody else saw me. I tried to stay away from large groups of people like my whole life, even as a child. It was, it was extensive. And fast forward the clock, things just got more and more complicated to survive and thrive. So I don't think I ever would, I wouldn't use the word thrive. So I went through, of course, medical modalities to try to come back or balance, or I didn't have a sense of what I saw as normal out in the world. What I wanted was peace and joy and happiness, and I wasn't getting that. And so through multiple trips, multiple medications, multiple therapies, multiple options, I was constantly looking for the thing, right? And this was a lifelong process. And then a huge thing happened for me in my life. And that was my 11-year-old son at the time, who is now 22, he'll be 23 in May, was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. And he had severe muscle myopathy. So my focus, which yes, was always him. I can honestly say he didn't have a, a great childhood. I was in a lot of pain growing up, you know, and he was kind of growing with me as children do. And things just kind of stopped. They slowed. They, they just, they just stopped. And I dove into trying to figure out how to help him. Meanwhile, in the back of my mind, I didn't believe, honestly, that he had muscular dystrophy. I didn't believe that that was actually what was going on in this little boy's body. However, in front of me was a child who was just literally, I'll use the term wasting away. And that, of course, caused what in me? Anxiety. It's what I oh, knew. Yeah. It, it was my go-to. So I knew that in order to handle this in any proper way, I needed to focus on that. But this is what I've learned. Lesson number one, what we focus on, we get more of. What we focus on and where our energy goes is what we get more of. So I had a serious breaking point not long ago where I literally meltdown. I went into a meltdown and I said, there's got to be something more than this. And so I started to shift and change and, and think of what I wanted to, wanted my outcome to be. So I learned this little saying that luckily evolved, but the little saying that got me started was fake it till you make it. We've all heard that. There are oh, so yeah. many people, especially with anxiety and depression. Sure. When you deal with those levels of anxiety and depression, I, if there's a, there's an actual commercial on TV where the woman holds up a sign and it's a happy face when she's miserable. That was my life, but I needed him to be able to be happy and focus you know, on his joy, but I wasn't fooling anybody. And I certainly wasn't fooling myself. So I tripped upon it was and, and the way I tripped upon this was hilarious. My son loves YouTube. He watches videos regarding automobiles, trucks, building trucks and things like that. And he's an avid fisherman and, and he's an avid hunter. And so we were, he was saying, mom, you got to see this video. I'm a little bit of a motorhead myself. I love <laughs> old cars. And 
American muscle is where it's at for this girl. So he was showing me a video. And of course, you have to watch the the advertisement before you get to the video. And there was this man and his name was Christopher M. Duncan. And he had a cool Australian accent. Thought I saw that right away. But he looked like a little Irishman because he had red hair and he was just neat little fella. And he's like, I promise you, if you you dive into my masterclass, it's the it's the absolute final time you'll ever have to do anything for professional development. Now, in saying that, I'm looking down at my library. I have hundreds of books on try to trying to make me better. Whatever the one thing was that I was trying to resolve, I would read that. Oh, there's a, there's a book for that. You know, there's an app for that. Back then, it was there's a book for that, and I've read <laughs> sure. thousands of books to try to help myself. So this this Australian guy is on the thing. I was like, okay. And I, I actually didn't watch the video my son sent me. And I pressed, I want to learn more about this. And what I found out was tremendous. And this gentleman had created this program, the Magnetic Mind Method, back in 2018. So it's not that old. Mm-hmm. And what he did was took several modalities and kind of meld them together and I was very familiar because back up just a moment, I started to not look at what was scary with my son because that I, what can I do to reduce my anxiety? Stop looking at the thing that's scary. Okay. Right. So I started to, to research instead because I'm a science girl and I love research. Prove it, prove it to me, please. And so I started to study DNA and genetics, because that's what they were trying to, that was the modality and methods by which they were trying to figure out which type of MD my son had on board. All came back inconclusive, by the way. And so I was studying these things and my study of genetics then turned to epigenetics. And my study of DNA and the molecular structures then turned to physics actually, in quantum physics and learning about energy. And so this guy was speaking my language because he was talking about the actual science of this, but he was also talking about what I would have deemed at the time metaphysical. He was bringing in some energetic because I didn't understand metaphysiology. And so I I had to learn about that in the energetic properties. I wasn't sure if I believed in that, which is hilarious now. But I signed up, I signed on, and I got actually then he was so new. He need, I got invited to become a certified coach through them. And I did that. And I was scared. It took time to go through what I had to go through in order to have the courage. If somebody asked me two or three years ago, would you ever be featured on a podcast? I would say, huh. Absolutely not. I could never do that. That's just one example. But as I started to gain momentum with my understanding and then putting these things from a functional medicine perspective, putting these things in go, in play, in in levels and variations within my own world and choosing, making the choices that really served where I wanted to be rather than being stuck in, in stagnant where I was, I noticed changes within my son. And then DNA wise, and, and I, again, we won't go down that rabbit hole. That's another whole podcast, but 
I knew that it was going to impact my son. I knew that this was so any, anything I could do for me was actually helping him. So fast forward, we actually ended up finding out that it wasn't muscular dystrophy that he was dealing with. He had been bitten by a tick around the age of 11. And so we are now on this incredible, well, I'm not saying now because gosh, the journey started a long time ago, didn't it? But we continue on this incredible journey and where this all comes into with magnetic mind coaching is the, there were multiple things that I had to do. And now I help other people do in order to move forward. And the biggest thing was, I would say, change in perspective. Right. Changing your perspective and, and looking at things, the world, you know, differently, differently. So, wow, that's incredible. I mean, and I think that's, that's a story. I know everybody's story is different. Obviously yours is very unique, but there's a lot of components of what you just said that I I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to, you know, with, with, with dealing with anxiety, you know, with again, prioritizing everybody around you, you know, over yourself and then getting caught up in the negativity of just the world around us. That that's such a huge problem, especially with having, you know, one, one of the issues I see with all of this technology and all of this information as great as it is, is we see that so much with patients, they'll go home and they are just caught up in Google. And it's just a very vicious spiral between what you find online, what the the groups are saying with Facebook and social media. So, you know, just to surround yourself and focusing on what's going to get you better as opposed to what's going to keep you sick is, is so crucial. And I love that you're able to do that. And I also love what you said about your son. And that's something that we always preach to people about is the, the generational impact that you getting healthy had on your family. You know, and, and that's so important for people to consider especially when they're always thinking about everybody around them, which most moms do, let's be honest. You know, they think about everybody around them and then they put their their own self-health and love, you know, kind of at the back of the table. But if you are, are getting healthier, which you did an amazing job of, it sounds like that's going to have a positive impact on everybody around you. So that's such a such a great story. And I'm sure you're just so proud of yourself for, for and it's just, isn't it amazing what the world, what, how everything just comes together. It absolutely is, especially, and then you take into consideration exactly what you said, the world around us, Yeah, the world around us. We have a choice. We have a choice. You'll see behind me a book that says you're not broken. And Christopher Duncan wrote that. And I want to say it goes beyond that. The world is not broken. And I know that that is such a difficult thing to wrap your mind around. If you're, if you're kind of subscribing to that which is broken because gosh, the noise, it's loud. We almost need noise canceling headphones to walk about the bank and the grocery store for goodness sakes, let alone what we, what we turn on the TV and see. And I'm not, this is all observation. There's no judge. That was when I say the word observation versus judgment, boy, was that a lesson for this girl when during my training, And this is going to help a lot of people, this one little tidbit of information. During my training, that was a question that was asked of all of us. They said, you know, how judgmental are you? I said, oh, there were some that said, oh, I'm horrible. 
<laughs> I judge everything. I judge everything. To me, I would say I am one of the least judgmental people you will ever find. You know who I was judging most of all, Dr. Seth, is myself. And so when we judge ourselves, that is the energy that is going to be cast out into the world. So making that change and coming at anything from a level of observation is huge. So when we do say things, actually did a talk about this two days ago to a group. When we say things and we tell people, you know, how are you? That is such a typical question. And what is the expectations? I will say back in the 80s, people, how are you? I'm, you know, it's like, I'm great. No wonder you go into these stores and you hear this 80s music. It's just upbeat. And that was just, that's where we were living eh, as a society. And nowadays, it's almost like you're expecting the bomb to drop. How are you? That's right. basically how people help. You know, they, they look at each other and they're, they're it's coming from a heart-centered place. I'm not, absolutely not saying that it's not. However, watch this. Here's the difference. How are you? And it opens the door for someone to just pour out their limitations and where they are in the world and their, their sadness and their, I call it when I, when I teach my clients, I call it below the belt emotion and the, the belt being boredom. So I would name the belt boredom. Anything below the belt of boredom is negative. Okay. Mm -hmm. And people judge that. And I'm like, I'd like people to just come at this for a moment from a level of observation instead of judgment, because we all face negative emotion. It's what we do with it and how we handle it and how we have the ability to help other people handle their negative emotion. We're not responsible for that. We're responsible for how we feel about it, but watch this. How are you? And they, they tell you and a response such as, oh, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. How would you like it to be instead? Mm. What would you like to create? How do you wish it were instead? What would you like to create instead of that? Because man, judging by what you said, and I said the word judging because it is a judgment, judging by what you said, that's tough. So Finding that level of compassion and empathy, yes, in a way that the other person's going to understand so they don't feel like you're stomping all over them because you're not. But then, but then that pivotal moment of what do you wish to create instead goes straight to the noodle. Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break and let you know all about the Prolon Fasting Mimicking Diet. In episode 25, we would discuss the amazing benefits of implementing a fasting mimicking diet with Dr. Antoon, who is the CEO of El Nutra, who puts out the product. And this is a fast that I have become quite fond of. We have recently partnered with Prolon, which allows us to offer a special discount to podcast listeners. If you visit prolonfmd.com forward slash grassrootsfm. What you're going to get is 20% off your next fasting mimicking diet, which is a five-day kit. Everything you need is in the kit for those five days. You can also find the link in the show notes. I've done this five-day fast multiple times and have seen some really great results. And the best part about this fast is the fact that they have the science to back it up weight loss, improved blood sugar, reduced inflammation, autophagy to promote longevity, all of this and more from a simple, tasty 
five-day reset. So check it out and consider giving it a try. It goes straight to that level of consciousness that wants you there because we were not put here to be miserable. We were not put here to be fighting and, and, and at war, at war with anything at any point in our lives. That is just really great information in order for us to create something different. And it's not going to be different if we continue to go about it the same ways. That's where the shift occurs. That's where that perspective shift that I was talking to you about earlier occurs. And that one little question, what would you like to create instead? And watch what happens between that question and the second question, what do you want? Those are the, when I work with my clients on any level and that question is asked, watch them squirm. And I was one of them. I have had, I believe out of all of my two, two are coming to me right now, out of all the clients that I've worked with, I have had two know exactly what they want. One was a, one was a young man just out of business school in his mid twenties. And he said, I'm hiring you because I want to sign a six figure contract and I am just not meant to be poor. He was hilarious. I mean, it was really, <laughs> really funny. I'm okay. Way to know what you want, dude. Now there were other things that were multiple layers. It's like an onion. And, and that's what we do. We, we, t- but in the, in the, we didn't quite achieve it in the 12 weeks, but I did get the phone call in the 13th week. I just signed my contract. Well, that's great. But it's, great. It, yeah, it's really cool. And the other guy, he wanted to golf. He wanted to go golfing comfortably. He was uncomfortable with himself on multiple arenas, not just his, his physical body. He was, he had a lot of weight to lose that he had been struggling to lose. And, but he was also socially, he wasn't where he wanted to be socially. So what we did there with that gentleman is it took about, I think it was week eight out of 12 that we finally hit the thing. And that was standing in front of his class in fifth grade. He had just taken a test and he went to his teacher and he said, I, I believe I deserve partial credit on this answer. I I understand it's not completely right, but I believe I deserve partial credit. And that teacher read that in front of the class. And in that very moment, he had a choice as a what an 11 or 12 year old would have to choose. Am I going to be humiliated or am I going to just observe this? And he definitely chose humiliation and it followed him. But when he came across that moment, it was in that moment that, you know, we get to shift the story because they're our stories and we get to, we get to shift them because they are just thoughts that we think. And when we shift that and then we shift anything else that comes up from then until now, now two weeks after that, he reported being down 20 pounds and several inches just in the two weeks after making that revelation. Wow. It is it from, and I got a, a call from his back doctor because he was in excruciating back pain and was see, being seen by a back doctor. And she's, she, what is this? <laughs> what is it that you do? Because that was early on in, in our, in our sessions. He, he said, my back pain's gone. 
Now, why is the back pain gone? Because he's not focusing on it. And I know that a lot of people, especially those who deal with anxiety and depression, it becomes an identity. Mm -hmm. So when that becomes an identity, that's how you identify and your story is just your everything then that's where your focus is. And a lot of that happens by default. So I help my clients by definitely listening, but then coaching them through those very hard parts and helping them see where they are limiting themselves just through the thoughts that they're thinking and therefore the beliefs that they're forming. Because from those aspects, that becomes what we value and that's what we take action on. And that action produces that outcome, which then becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy of, see, I told you so, told you that I can't lose weight. I've tried everything. I've tried everything to not have anxiety. I've tried everything to not be depressed. Right. And it's not working. Well, this is the reason why. And Mr. Duncan was not wrong. I have not had to seek after anything else since coming across this particular mode and method of coaching. And Crossing my fingers here, Dr. Seth, a hundred percent, a hundred percent success in my clients so far. That's great, man. It's just, it's, it's amazing awesome. the power of emotion and thoughts and just energy and the connection it has with physical health. You know, I mean, you can't get away from it. There's always a physical mental, emotional, energetic component to, to disease. And unfortunately that just doesn't get recognized or it doesn't get the proper attention. You know, it's like, here, here's your pill for your anxiety or your depression. You know, that's all. Or maybe go see, get some therapy, spend some time thinking about, you know, how bad life is, you know, and there's no focus in on, on, on where, you know, the positive things that, that, you know, that can really occur to, to get you to a better place. So I love that. And I think that that's what's so encouraging in, in the alternative world is, is just seeing the emphasis now on the power of thoughts and emotions in, energy and the subconscious on the healing process, not just giving someone a label, but really, you know, devising a strategy that's whole body to, to get them well. And it's just, it's, it's gotta be so rewarding to see that in your clients, restoring it's hope, so, restoring you uh, know, ambition and purpose. That is so key. Yes. Yes. And I teach them the huge part of what I do And okay. Cause background 15 years in education. So I graduated from Colby Sawyer College in New London, New Hampshire. Yep. And they, I, I, I received my actual diploma was for child development, not education. I got, I received certification. So that was fascinating to learn actually about the children and the development of children. And it helped so much when I came to this work because one of the major things I, I truly and wholeheartedly believe every human on the planet needs to know is the human journey and what happens literally from the time of conception. And we get to a point and it goes about halfway around. And then unfortunately, if we don't know about what you just said, you know, the, all of the energetic components and the, the, the multiple levels of consciousness, which we are all levels all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't get, just get to pick and choose. But what happens so many times is people put the umbrella up and they fail to look at their highest version of themselves because they don't believe it exists. Why? Because of these default patterns that we have been 
oh, Bert Hellinger is a family psychologist that has proven that we hold up to seven lifetimes of information in our energetic being. So we could be dealing with something, not to mention, you know, the stories that were told and passed down by great, great grandma and grandma. And, you know, and that's just the way it is, right? It's just the way it is. We trust these certain groups of, of things and people, and we trust that over there, but we do not trust that, that it's all beliefs and, and ultimately boils down to the thoughts that we, like you said, it's the thoughts that we think, but then orchestration <laughs> between, and I, I deem it, I know this is, I, I learned about this way back with Freud. Freud it was one of the first people that I know of in the field that deemed the, it's called the super ego, but we call it super conscious. The super conscious aspect of this knows where we want to go and it knows how to get there. It's not in, and not to bring this, I'm not saying this in a religious tone or aspect, but just take the Bible, for example. What is the most common phrase that you hear in the Bible? Do not fear. What is the opposite of do not fear? Have faith. And you know what the most difficult thing to have faith in is? Us, ourselves. And it begins and it ends with us because ultimately that's the only thing that we can control, is it not? Right. Is right. ourselves. We cannot control anything that's going on outside of us. So that's where teaching and that education component comes from. I'm a born educator and I hold a huge... That's probably one of my most popular pieces to my programming is a six-week study group that I do called the Super Confident Creator. And it is an immersion. We go hard for six weeks because this honestly, I could do it for a year. And, and <laughs> eventually, I will have that master class that's out. But right now, people need people. They don't need to be in front of another video. They need the interaction. And I know it's unfortunate. I, I mean... Do I see it hitting a grand stage? Absolutely, I do. But Zoom has been a great a great model and a modality yeah. to be able to get this information out. I'm not knocking that, but I show up live for my people. This is not a class that you take for six weeks and you don't get to ask questions and there's no interaction. And it's in fact, completely the opposite. But it's the foundational education. My three words, education, liberation, celebration. So through education... And understanding why this is happening and what's going on. People are liberated. It provides a sense of freedom to be able to choose. And I teach people in this way because I don't want them to think they have to be tied to me in order to have answers for a life. Mm -hmm. So many healing modalities, you feel like you have to come back in and you have to come back in and you have to. And I, everything absolutely everything that we need is within us. And I teach people to the level and ability that they're able to receive it at that time, just how to use that and how to help it grow. Not different than going to see a doctor. You don't need to go to see a doctor every time that your left pinky aches or that you, you know, you have a little headache or you, you, you don't need to run to a doctor. When do you, you'll know. Mm -hmm. You'll know when you, you know, you gauge yourself and that's all well and good, but celebration, celebrating 
every time you see that you've taken a step toward the superconscious direction and version of you, celebrate that, acknowledge it. And that right there is something huge because we're afraid to do that right now. Because how dare we be happy and celebratory in a world such as this that we are living, where there's so much angst and doom and gloom? Well, we get to subscribe. We get to choose what we subscribe to. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. And so, so just to kind of, you've already done a great job of explaining this and giving pieces of this. How would you compare what you do as a coach to what other coaches are doing? Sure. So it's super fun to help people (laughs) shift that perspective. So instead of just asking the same questions over and over and over again, what I love to do is I love to do bombs. I like to kind of like, it's it's not different than if you can envision a lake and not like glass, a lake like glass. There's two things that happen when you take a rock and you throw it in from the bottom, from the foundational level. Here goes the sediment. <laughs> Things yeah. get real murky. Yeah. They have an opportunity to get like, I can't see what, what are you telling me? And then there's a ripple effect. And then you can see the surface of the water and the ripple effect and how it is touching different things that it comes up against. So as a coach, that's what I do is if somebody was, we're going to change that image for a moment, say that somebody is coming to somebody, a coach, somebody's hired a coach to help them with singing lessons. Would you expect that coach to say, oh, you've done such a great job that you have, you need to work on nothing. That's totally, oh, good. Yeah. You, meanwhile, like they could shatter glass with maybe their pitch or you, they make wonky faces and they want to go in front of, a, I don't know, whatever, whatever a, a singing coach would help them do. I listen and I pick out exactly what is, I, I, oh, there it is. There it is. And I'll give you an example there's one client that I had that she's my absolute favorite story to tell. Absolute favorite story to tell. And anyway, what makes me different is I help people understand concepts such as you have no problems. Nobody wants to hear (laughs) that they don't have any problems. And they're so, that's when, that's usually, I won't call it the first argument, but it's like, you can see them kind of like, I really want to, I really want to go at her about this because you don't understand, Gretchen. I have no money in my bank account. I lost my job. My child is a drug addict. Oh, you don't understand. We all have that. However, remember this. You have a choice. You can see, you can orientate. It's an orientation. It's a default orientation to think that you have problems because problems automatically seek what? Solutions. I have a problem, seek solution. I have a problem, it seeks solution. That's called oscillation. When we have a problem, it's not comfortable. It's tension. It, it, that's what it forms attention. Okay. And it, and it, it forms the type of tension that says, I need to do something. We Then we start out on our little journey to do something. I'm going to take the gym, for example. I need to lose weight. I'm not comfortable. I'm overweight. I went to the doctor. My levels are horrible. 
I'm on the verge of diabetes. I need to go to the gym. So off to the gym, I go, it lasts all of two days. And then there are all these reasons why I can't go to the gym. I don't feel good. I'm exhausted. I don't all of these excuses, if you will. So what, what happened there is that you were head and super conscious, like, yes, she's going to the gym. That's exactly okay. This is the choice that she made. She wants to be healthy and vital. So we, we're going to get her over here. She's going to the gym. And then all of a sudden that tension builds, tension seeks resolution. And you have a choice. People don't understand. And this is why I help people. Because when that tension seeks resolution, if they were to just take one more step, go to the gym one more day, do understand that they need to take action that is obvious, not that necessary, that necessarily that's logical. And to the normal person through default patterns and organizations within their structure, they're going to resort back to what feels better because that's logical. I want to make sure that I feel better. Maybe this isn't for me. And I've had people that have gone all out on, on fitness programs. I was an athletic, I was a personal trainer for a while. That's actually how I stepped out into my own business was as a personal trainer prior to COVID. And COVID blew that out of the water, but for a good reason, because I was meant to do this. So that's okay. <laughs> but when I would meet with people, they would legit, they would do, they would do all the amazing things and they were in such an amazing place. And then they would whack back to eating the whole pan of cinnamon rolls or not showing up. Right. So I help people understand and, and coach them through. I say to them, if I were your football coach, I would make you run laps of 50 right now. You need whatever it is that you've got going on. You need some run laps, go, you know, and, and I'm not rude. I'm not crude, but I will not allow people to argue for their limitations Mm -hmm. because I know what those limitations are. And I know that they are just limitations here that if they dropped into the heart space, they would understand clearly that, and this is where the unconscious comes in because the unconscious just wants to keep us safe. It jives off that little pineal gland that just wants to keep us safe. Let's do the no, even if it is not in our best interest, the battered woman who keeps going back to that relationship, right? Because she's deemed that survivable. A nice, healthy, loving relationship is not one that she's deemed survivable. A person that is morbidly obese, way overweight, or somebody who suffers from great anxiety and depression. I was given the gold card by my doctor. I want to say it was in my early thirties that said, we can just, you can just go on disability for this, Gretchen. You've tried everything. What a valiant effort on your part, but this is just, you have panic attacks on the regular. And I did, I was on multiple medications for panic attacks. So what I help them understand is come with me. We'll take the flashlight. Let's shine the light on exactly. And that's what I was talking to you about earlier about the gentleman that went back to the fifth grade teacher. So we do a closed eyed process. I am trained in over 20 different processes. And we just, in some of them, I take from here and here and we put them together, whatever suits the client. And we go there and I'm kind of, I just go alongside and I help them come through it. And the more it's sometimes it's one time, 
Sometimes they do it every single week for 10 weeks and we get to celebrate in the last two, whatever it looks like for that client, because every process is individual. So that's number one. We, we, we move from the problem seeking solution orientation to number two, creation. So instead of seeing that this is a problem, acknowledge that this is not where you want to be. Acknowledge through that mode of observation. Yep, this stinks. <laughs> I have no money in my bank account and that's not comfortable. I, I can observe that. And you observe how it feels within the, the body. So what do you wish to create instead? Okay, now this is where it gets a little hairy. And this is where, uh, this is what the law of attraction, by the way, all those gurus out there that teach the law of attraction, they don't tell you this part, is that you can say all the affirmations that you wish, all the ones that feel good. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am rich. I am wise. I am abundant. You can subscribe to the warrior in you, which then, by the way, will give you more to be a warrior about. Be careful with that one. You can do all the things but if you're still trying to solve a problem, you're not fooling anybody. So what I help people do is really super laser focus. Find that which is the desired reality. What would it look like on all levels and aspects of life? Not just your numbers that are in your bank account that you get to. Because honestly, if you, if, if you won Powerball, and those numbers dropped in your bank account, it would be no time at all. You've heard the stories of people who win multi-million dollars and they're miserable still. I know a lot of people, rich people that are miserable. I know a lot of, of course, people yeah. that don't have a lot of money and they're happy as heck, you know, but they're going to have the same problems because it's your orientation. It's not personal. It's structural. And the thing about structures is you can take them down and you can build ones that serve. The one thing my son said to me after going to see an incredible practitioner in Hanover, New Hampshire, Jackson pa Parent Seer, and he is magnificent with a rolfing method. And he also puts in other modalities in that as well. We were coming home from a session one day and my son said, you, you know what, mom, I figured it out. I figured out something, not it. And I said, what's that, buddy? And he said, I created this weakness. And of course that my ears went, wow. And I said, okay, okay. Now what? And he said, I know that if I created the weakness, I can create strength. Wow. And that's your universal law of polarity on every single subject. Here's one of my tools of the trade on every single subject. The subject is here. There are two ends that we get to choose, but this is the thing you can only choose from where you're at. You would be over in the desired reality already if you were already energetically aligned with it and had all everything that you needed to survive and thrive over here. The thing is that we don't, but that doesn't mean that we'll never get there. We have to create a structural tension, a creative tension, a tension toward that creation, comparing the desired reality to the current reality, and then not slapping back to the, the current reality, but really super focusing on, I've got tons of methods that we use. Like I said, that six weeks is a, an immersion and you, people come out of that really learning how to fuel and get into that desired reality 
to be it before you see it. As I mentioned earlier, not fake it till you make it, but be all of that which you can be that's in the desired reality. Be that now. And then instead of walk in fear, you walk in faith, knowing that that part exists or it wouldn't show up for you. Absolutely. Wow. That's, that's, that's incredible. And, and I want to dive in to the different steps of this program that you've got laid out. But I was hoping first you would tell me one of the things that we will often see is that a lot of people have limiting beliefs and you know issues with their own self-worth. Why is it so important for people to invest in their health? Because I, I'm getting, I see I work through metaphors. So I'm getting the picture of the movie, The Blind Side. It's a, so I think that if you, if, if I were to make that, and if you're not familiar with that movie, Michael Orr, and this is based on a true story, was adopted by a, an affluent white family. He was a very large black dude that had a lot of potential and he just suffered from what you just were talking about. Lack of, lack of worthiness, lack of opportunity, lack of of all these things and this family gets a hold of him and and they discover one crucial aspect of this gentleman and that is he has an incredible ability to protect his family when it comes to protection he was it and therefore i'm not familiar with football so please forgive me whatever it was his position that he was he was the protector so he was a defensive i'm getting a i don't know what it is I'm not even going to, I'm going to make a fool of myself if I do that. So he was on defense and what his job was, was to see the blind side of, of the quarterback where the quarterback could not see Michael Orr was responsible for defending the blind side. Okay. When we go through trauma, when we are trauma informed as all the tag words, I have helped people come through their PTSD, which is just jaw dropping for me because talk about courage, talk about courage. And so what happens is when the, when the trauma is available, which it is all the time, it becomes a default mechanism. It's a default. So the the person defaults back to all of that, which is going to hold them back. And I help people understand there are six, oh gosh, bear with me, six self-sabotagers. So not perfect. I can't go out and do this because I'm not perfect. They've had people tell them their whole lives how imperfect they are, not capable. I can't do this. I'm not capable. That's very typical with like, especially your business owners or somebody that wants to do a 180 in their life. And it's something that's so incredibly, they see the just self-sabotage beliefs are crazy huge because they see this enormity that they are creating. Okay. Not perfect, not capable, not worthy, not worthy. You know, these people just, oh, that would be nice, but I just, it's, it's not worthy. Insignificant. They come off of, of just not feeling significant. They allow everything to pass them by. They could have opportunities showing up for them all day, every day, and they'll never see it because their lack of significance would pass it to the next person before it would ever land on them because they, they're not, they're, they're not significant enough to take that on. Okay. So not significant. I, I mess these up all the time because it's, but there, there are two more 
Those self-sabotagers are default-oriented. They're in the unconscious. And that is where we have to go in. And this is crazy cool. We do, I Chris calls it the sizzle on the steak. It's called the rapid recode. And it actually uses neuroplasticity to create different pathways. It's fascinating what they're learning in science because it wasn't again long ago that when somebody would have, would write an article on neuroplasticity, it wouldn't even make it across the desk because nobody wanted to hear it. The, the, the brain was not plastic. There were parts of the brain that did just what they did. And that's it. If it was damaged, it was done. So we know better than that now. And we help form new pathways. And this recode process does exactly that. So that those limitations are felt. They're real. They are real, but they don't have to be your reality. Okay. Hear that again. They're real. And they deserve to be acknowledged. This is not a fake it till you make it moment. They deserve the acknowledgement because that has served them so well. Playing small for this girl, playing small and just being status quo kept me safe my entire life. It kept me out of ridicule. It kept me out of judgment because those things were critical to my survival. And I know that other people looking at that would say, that is ridiculous. Well, that's my story and that's my reality. That's that's what I deem as real, but it it, it was my reality for decades up until my mid forties come on. But I didn't know about it until I did this work. Things just didn't work out for me. And that's all I knew. And anytime I tried to step out and do, if it was going to please someone else, there you go. If it was going to appease, please, you know, make somebody else's life better. I was all over it. But to do it for me, absolutely not, not an option. So there you go. And that's what this coaching really helps people come to understand is you can, you, you can, again, so many metaphors, but when children's, there's a monster in my closet, that's the monster that's in the closet. And so I help people, they turn the light on my, my consult coaching and consultation services are actually called chartered. Come aboard my boat. What is it that you want to see? You know, I'm not going to do it for you. I'll steer the ship this time. But who's to say you don't buy your own boat? Go do it for yourself. You know, it's, it is what it is. And I understand those, those patterns. And then that's, so we've talked about superconscious perspective and unconscious perspective, but then there's the self-conscious awareness of the isness of what is. So you take someone who's dealing with a critical pain body in within, you know, the, the pain body. That I can't believe the number of people now that have come to me and said, can you help me? Because my doctor just can't figure out what's wrong with me. And if you hold a belief that something's wrong with you, then there you go. So it's a gentle process. It's so, so, so gentle, but Again, not different than the world around us. The isness that's going on within the reality, the self-conscious awareness, we even get to choose what that feels like within us. I mean, it can be brutal, you know, and that's 
So where has it helped me personally? The rebound rate for me is absolutely unbelievable. Rather than spending months in a spiral from anxiety to depression to then being sad because I've let so many people down and, you know, uh-oh, I, I do exactly what I acknowledge. And then I say, okay, this is where we're at right here. This is, this is what's going on. But this is great information. This is phenomenal information because I get to choose from here on out. And otherwise things show up for us when they're good. We celebrate. Yay. Right. Or, or maybe we don't. Maybe we don't give that any power, you know? And when it's not so good, then we almost dive into it like it's an ocean. Right. And then that is where the pain body gets so impacted. So, and again, I, I am, I do have like Reiki. I am a Reiki practitioner. And so that, that piece, keeping that energy clear and staying focused on the potential, what, what, let's look at the potentials for how this could, the outcome could be spectacular. What would that look like for you? What would it feel like? Because how we feel is absolutely everything. I call the, the emotion piece that we talked about earlier, the EGS, the emotional guidance system. That's where it's really important to know where we're at. It's not like we're stuffing emotion. In fact, if you're an emotion stuffer, Let's talk because that is really critical for you to let go. Right. Let go and let go. Well, can you tell us a little bit more just about the the basics of your program? I know you have a, a really structured 12-week program to help people, you know, figure all of this stuff out. What does that what does that look like? I do. So it I do that six weeks worth of education is always now. Who I take on only 10 clients at a time because this is when I say it's intense, it is intense. And they deserve, I'm a one man band right now. They deserve my absolute 150% focus. Okay. Sunday nights, we always get together to set up the week. That's called lenses. And it's an, it's an actual physical process where we go into what are called the four core orientational choices where we choose to live a life we love, where we choose to be the predominant creative force in our life, where we choose to live our true nature and purpose, and where we choose health and vitality, okay? And we go through that process together and we feel into it. What does it feel like? What's showing up for you? What does it look like to live your your perfect average week, right? Within those four core orientational choices. And then it's a, it's a paper to pencil process. And I provide people that PDF where they, they think, what could I do this week to move me toward my, I teach them the difference between tadas and to do's because we can get really busy doing a lot of to do's and accomplish nothing toward our goals and our dreams and that life that we love and that which where we're going for which then elicit those patterns of oscillation. So we want to, we want to focus on where we're going. Okay. So we, we go ahead and pick the tadas for that week. And then on early on Monday or Tuesday night, I do the educational piece. We do, and this is again, all live where we learn through six weeks of the 12, all of this foundational methodologies that, really help carry the client through 
past the 12 weeks of coaching. And then we do a process. I actually, and this is, I should say, this is all recorded as well. So if you can't make it, it's on record and you get lifetime access to the six week worth of information until YouTube shuts down. That's what I'm using right now. And I link it to a private link in YouTube that only you get get to see. So we do a magnetic mind session and method. So through a process, which can be done over and over, we do either the recode or there, there are over 20 of them, magnetic alignment, all of that. And then I provide a community forum. So for about a half hour, 45 minutes, the people that are in my coaching network and past coach people that I've coached in the past, this is like a lifetime thing. I used to run it on subscription. And then I'm like, why would I do that? I don't, that's ridiculous. They're just in. Like once you, if you've been coached by me, we're just, we're a community, we're a family. And I don't want to charge my family to have to come to a, a community event. So I provide that for my community members and we just get to see, because listen, if you don't know this work and you're even your spouse or your parents love them to death, but sometimes you just don't get it. And they're, they may, the closest people closest to you may be the ones that are enabling you to stay safe all the time. So you need people who understand this work in this, these methodologies, And then from there is the one-on-one coaching session. And I usually try to keep those to an hour, but in, in this is where I remember I was almost just shy of four years in therapy. And I remember uncovering some serious stuff and my therapist going, Oh, 45 minutes is up. We have to go. I'll see you again next week. Call the 911 number. If you need me in the meantime. Yeah. Right. Uh, (laughs) You know, like, what do I do with this? So we actually go ahead and I know I'm getting pinged that I'm, I'm missing a crucial part, but we stay in it as long as need be. And sometimes those sessions run an hour and a half. Wow. What I'm getting pinged on is the most magical time. How we start out these coaching sessions is through what's called a guided discovery. And that's where we go into the field of superconscious, which oh, by the way, all humans have access to. That's if you're ever interested in wondering how psychics do their job, it's the superconscious field. I was called a psychic once and I'm like, oh, that doesn't resonate with me. I'm not saying that's bad. It just didn't resonate yeah. with me. So anyway, we go into that field and we look at your land of plenty and it is a guided meditation, starts out as a guided meditation and goes into a discovery. It's so much fun. And I do provide those for people if they're just interested in that, but come on, let's work together after that. Like, let's get you there. Let's, let's get you to those right. aspects that you're, that you're really wanting to get to. So it sounds like it's very comprehensive and a lot of one-on-one time you incorporate community and just, again, helping people to focus in on what they can achieve as opposed to what's holding them back. That, that That's amazing. Yeah. And I, and I bet it's just so rewarding to see those transitions in that in that twelve week process. Well, how do people learn it more about you? So, what? Is. So, for these people, who, for for our listeners who are interested, what's the ba- best way to to yeah. learn more about your program and to get in touch with you? Sure. So, I'm on the socials. I say this. <laughs> I don't. I'm not one until I have someone that can absolutely like just say, Gretchen, smile. 
And then I, they can put the, the pictures up there. My content is, and it will always be mine. I love to write. I love all of that stuff. But you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at, and my handle is at Gretchen Moulton, all one word. If you're serious and you really like you want, I, I, you want to be coached. It, I, we would have to have a meeting. Absolutely. Because I have had people, you know, cash in hand that, yep, yeah, this is what I, but I can, let's have a meeting. We need to see if we're a good fit Absolutely. because sometimes people just really still want to solve those problems. And I really want to work with people who you may believe, still believe you have problems and that's okay, but you are so open to going all in and doing anything and everything that it takes to move through and and absolutely create something. And no, you do not need to know what it is you you want or need to create. I didn't. When Chris asked me, Gretchen, what do you want? I was like, well, I want my family. He's like, mm, nope. What? Nope. And I, I want, it took me forever. So I can help you with that. But let's make sure that we're a good fit. So an email at Gretchen Moulton, LLC at gmail.com. That is the best way to get a hold of me. I do respond to DMs in the socials. I don't check those as much as I check my email, but Gretchen Moulton, all one word, LLC at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and let's talk. Great. And we'll make sure we put all of those, those links in the show notes, but this has been absolutely amazing. I'm just so impressed with the work that you're doing. And uh, I, it, you know, I can just think of so many people that would benefit from what you're doing. So we'll make sure we spread the message. I always like to end Thank the podcast you. with just a health tip that you know our listeners can implement to just take their their state of wellness to the next level. Do you have anything on the top of your mind that would you know that everybody can implement to really just improve what's what's happening in their life? I certainly do. If you find yourself thinking negative thoughts over and over or more negative thoughts than positive thoughts, I would love for you to just simply very kindly to yourself, take both hands, one hand. I think it's interesting when we go like that, it looks like a heart over your heart space and just breathe, just in through the nose, out through the nose, breathe, close your eyes and just smile just for a moment. Just smile for a moment because what we, what we say to ourselves is critical and try to think of what you wish you could create instead or think of where you would take that in the opposite route. So if it's negative self-talk, stop it for a second and think, how would I want it to be instead? And pick up a journal pick up a journal and just write it down. And if you don't have time for that, at least give your your being the opportunity to understand that it has another direction that it can go. Wow, that's incredible and so powerful. And and the best part about it is it's free, right? Everybody can do that. And we see that all the time where those basic you know, daily practices have more of an impact than any medication, any supplement, any, you know, procedure. They're just, the, the power is incredible. So thank you so much for doing what you do and sharing your, your healing powers. And uh, I, you know, taking the time out of your day to be here. And I just look forward to hopefully speaking with you again on another podcast in the future. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Seth. We appreciate you and everything that you're doing with Grassroots. Thank you.
You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm Dr. Seth Osgood, the founder of Grassroots Functional Medicine. Don't forget, you can join the Grassroots private Facebook group to connect with fellow health seekers and find practical tips to improve your state of wellness. Just search Grassroots Community on Facebook to join. And if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're looking for a comprehensive program to reclaim your state of wellness with cutting edge testing, a team of providers to hold you accountable, and a structured plan of action to not only get you well, but to keep you well in the years to come, check out our adaptation programs online at grassrootsfunctionalmedicine.com. Thanks again for listening and have a blessed day.